Southwest Radio. Alongside Joe Giulio, I'm Joe Obvious, Victoria producing today. It's the kind of Monday coming out of weekend coming out of a weekend of football where there's a lot of folks, as the kids would say, are down bad. Are the kids still saying that? Down bad? I don't know. I'll ask my my kids if and I'll probably get like an eye roll about such things. In the NFL, the people have just checked out on the Carolina Panthers. At this point, they're they're really not giving you any reason to watch them anymore. Um, there's nothing, there's no hook for the Carolina Panthers right now, right? It's not like they are. It's not like they got to trust the process. You know, it's not like they've amassed draft picks. They're not tanking for anybody. The owner's not even a character. Like, there's not even like a lovable Jerry Jones thing going on. The only reason, the only justification for keeping Matt Rule as the head coach of the Panthers right now is so that our normal producer, Dennis Cox, can still make Matt Rule impression videos. It's the only reason to keep Matt Rule at this point. Can you think of another one? I cannot. Okay, so there we go. We we just figured it out. Let Dennis Cox cook when it comes to making Matt Rule impersonation videos. I understand why NC State fans are down bad today, or down bad since Saturday night. However... I'm kind of, and maybe this is what I naturally do from time to time. When everybody's leaning one direction, I start to kind of think about the other way. And the more I think about Saturday night in Death Valley, and you were there, Julio, the more I just want to tip my cap to Clemson. There are a lot of people, including me, that were ready to start shoveling dirt on the Tigers this season. That Dabo had chose poorly in upgrading his assistance to coordinator levels rather than kind of changing things up like he had done in the past. Brent Venables being a big example of that. That DJ Uyunglele, quarterback that we had some questions about last season and whether or not he'd even be the starter on October 1st when we were talking about Clemson at ACC kickoff. But Dabo doubled down, okay? And effectively in the last two weeks, Clemson has wrapped up the Atlantic division, it's a restoring of order. Dabo's back on top. And even if we can look at this Clemson team, and I know you're very big on this when it comes to the standard being the standard, we can look at this Clemson team and go, yeah, you might be a fringy co- college football playoff team. Even their mid is better than most of the ACC, including a all-things-coming-together Wolfpack team, like bringing everybody back, the whole run-it-back thing, still better than NC State. That was my takeaway on Saturday. Saturday was a stinger on multiple levels for NC State because, in part, Clemson is not what they have been. Yeah. Now, they are a proud program. Proud. And you had a little bit of a perfect storm in the sense that they probably should have lost to Wake Forest. Mm -hmm. And Dabo was able to use that game to say, hey, you you can't just roll the ball out and win this thing. They made some smart adjustments on defense from the Wake game to the State game. Again, pride. Mm-hmm. Defensive line, even without Brian Brzee, pride well, guys comes are, through. And he wasn't the only, I mean, obviously we knew about his situation. Hopefully he's fine yeah. going into the game. But as the game progressed, they got thinner. The stinger to me is, quite frankly, after the touchdown drive by Clemson to open the second half, mm-hmm. the game was over. Yeah. It, it was 30-20 to 20 is the final score. Yeah, but that was a garbage touchdown. 
that was an A-Rod empty calorie, let me hit five home runs when nobody's looking, mm-hmm. you know, kind of touchdown. Yeah. And you can't be that far away in a year where you're supposed, it's supposed to be your year. Mm-hmm. And that was the dejection. You know, I remember being at Memorial Stadium in 2016 after the missed kick, after NC State had poured everything they had out and lost on a missed kick and knew they were the better team that day. I remember the dejection, the tears. There was, that wasn't it on Saturday night. And it almost felt like that the complete and total effort wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I thought in the first half their defense, kind of like the ECU game, I thought first half, up until the last drive of the first half, I thought their defense was setting a tone. Oh, they were out they there were being hitting. physical. They were hitting. They were not intimidated. Yeah. The, the What a setting, by the way, at Memorial Stadium. Unbelievable setting. Night game. I had not been there for a night game before. That place was was going, mm-hmm. was rocking. Yeah. And you could tell, if you're a, even if you're a Clemson fan, a five-star Clemson player, you're in there going, this is pretty cool. This is why I came here. So I can see why they would have bounced back from the effort that they had against Wake Forest. But if you're NC State, I, I just didn't see the dejection. I didn't see the tears. And even, you know, Dave Doran and, and, and Devin Leary after the game said, we didn't play our best game. Mm-hmm. You're a state fan, and you just spent two grand to go see them play that game. You're going, very cool moment, game day, this and that. And, that, and it is part of enjoying the experience. But damn, man, I don't want to hear, we didn't play our best game? What What exactly were you waiting for? What exactly did you, did, did you want an invitation? Were you waiting for DJ Uyunglele, who had a great game, by the way? He did. A lot of what he does is very predictable. Mm-hmm. Now it's easier to stop. It's easier to say you're going to stop something than it is to actually tackle a 240 pound man. Sure, but th- there was no trickeration to me to, to what Clemson did mm-hmm. on Saturday night. To your point, it was you know what our good's still pretty damn good. Yeah, man. And th- when when the stars are aligned for them, which I thought they were on Saturday, motivation wise, scheme mm-hmm. wise, and some adjustment wise and player wise, you know, we're still going to beat you. But if you're NC State, I, I it's a, it was a very unsatisfying performance, and I, in my opinion, they're going to have to put their work boots on this week to get the season back, and it's it's hard when you have it, you're going to tell me what the goals are, but they're nebulous compared to, hey. Let's do something that hasn't been done in 43 years. Saying, hey, maybe we can be 11-1, and one, or hey, maybe we can be 10-2, and two, or hey, maybe we can win the fake state title, or hey, maybe yeah. we, you know, all of that is is a fugazi. Mm-hmm. The win in the damn league is a real thing that you can touch and hold yeah. and tell somebody in 40 years, you know what we did, who no one did in four freaking decades here? So, I didn't Did Wake Forest beat Clemson last year? They didn't. They did not. Okay. So it's one game. I mean, for heaven's sake, man. Pull yourself together. Are you okay? Are I, you are you okay? I I mean, look, I'm not I'm being a realist here. Yeah. Having beaten Wake Forest and NC State in back to back weekends would lead me to believe that the Atlantic division is wrapped up. However, it is still college football and we have seen a consistency in some wild results this year. 
and there's still plenty of season left. And I would add that the metaphysical tricks that we might have pulled off last week and will continue to do throughout the season, it does not always play out the way you think it's going to play out. Who's to say that NC State doesn't run the rest of the table and Clemson falls back down to earth in some way or form? Well, I'm here to tell you NC State's not going to run the table. Just based on the way that they're playing and some of their flaws. I had the same concerns after the ECU game. I left Clemson with those same concerns. Can we be real about State? Those concerns confirmed. Can we be real about State, though? Absolutely. All right. They are a flawed team. We knew they were a flawed team. And what we saw on Saturday was a ceiling, specifically for one group, the wide receiver group. Because the one question we had throughout most of the offseason was how were they going to step up? Who's going to be the difference maker? Well, it turns out they don't really have that, and they're not going to have that. And I think NC State knew this going into the game, and they're going to try to win games a particular way, ball control. It's all about defense and ball control. And had they been able to execute early on, had they been able to cash in a little bit early, if they don't let Clemson, after going up, going into the half, that was a drive huge, down the that field, was a huge sequence, huge, huge sequence of events there, then maybe things go a little bit differently because they have. But that shows you the margin of error for NC State, right? So going forward, Florida State being you know next up for NC State, I don't see anybody left on their schedule that's going to be as dominant up front as Clemson is. Nor do I see teams that they can't do what they've been wanting to do. Ball control, defense shutting them down. There's two games left on NC State's schedule that I see as problems. There's the Wake Forest game because we understand that Wake Forest offensively is on a level that NC State is not. Okay? And then you got the North Carolina game. Again, another team in which they can put up some numbers on you. And it's a rivalry game and strange things happen. So NC State season is not over nc state season isn't one that they can't have one loss and go to a new year six bowl game like sometimes we have to understand that the opportunities that you think are once in a lifetime aren't exactly that i mean for heaven's sake you can point to all these other programs that they thought oh man this is the time for us to win a championship here's our window we got peyton freaking manning what happened oh that's right they didn't win one with peyton manning who'd they win it with Oh, T. Martin. Right. So my point is that college football doesn't always play out the way you think it's going to play out, and I'm not sitting here telling you that they're not going to have opportunities going forward. Dabo is eventually going to leave for Alabama anyway. We'll see how Clemson does after that. I'm kidding, folks. So I'm, I wouldn't. I think he's their Roy Williams. I know. He's their Roy Williams. I know. I know. But that's that's a few years away. All I'm saying, man, is get yourself together, you sad sack of a man. Are you okay? No. Nope. Jeez! No, that's not it. Is it that's, because that's you not shot the response? Is it because you shot poorly at the SAS Media Day today? <laughs> no, no, I, no, I was fine today. You're actually fine today. Yeah. Man, I know that you get a little in your feels when Alec Campbell, you know, former producer Woo. here at 99.9, the fans out hitting you, young and strong. That's not me drinking. Yeah, he's fueled by butt heavy. That's, that's why. That's, not that's what that is. Me. Cog alongside Joe Gilio. I'm Joe. We're gonna take phone calls today uh, because I do think that there's a little bit of you got pack therapy. Right, mm-hmm. I do think there's a little bit of talk it out that needs to occur with it when it comes to NC State. Look, I know it's 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 a very pragmatic, objective way of looking at it, but man, these these games are played by two teams, and I'll just get back to what I said at the start of this conversation. Clemson is better, and Clemson, even on years that they don't look like surefire college football contenders, are still better than most teams in the ACC, NC State included. And the ways that NC State was flawed really came to fruition on Saturday.